Hey, it's a cool uh, 45 degrees. This is Walk and Talk 98, February 24th, uh, 2022. It's a beautiful day. It uh, rained yesterday in Phoenix, Arizona, Mesa, Tempe, Chandler, Gilbert. Today, the uh, skies are clear. A little chill in the air. Here's the question. Are you capable of being honest? Are you an honest person? Now, stay, stay with the question. Are you honest with yourself? It's difficult to be honest with others if you're not honest with yourself. And it's even more difficult if you're not honest with God. So the question today is, are you the real deal? Are you the real deal or are you a fraud? Lots of people struggle with honesty, uh, call it deception, self-deception, uh, even outright lying. We're in James chapter. Lord's brother, half-brother, James, is challenging Christians uh, not to be phony, not to be fake, but to be real, to be authentic, to be people of integrity. And if you're a person of integrity, it starts first by looking at yourself in the mirror and making sure what you see is really what you believe. You're going to hear James challenge people that what they see in the mirror is not really the person they tell people they are. In other words, they're frauds. They're phonies. You're not the real deal. So the question in James chapter 1, verse 22, is are you self-deceived? Do you have these blind spots where you say one thing or you believe one thing and you do just the opposite? You think or say A, but really that's not... That's a contradiction. So James chapter 1, verse 22 says, But prove yourselves doers of the word. Prove yourselves doers of the Bible. Prove yourselves doers obeying Jesus. Prove yourselves. That's an imperative. That's a command. So when you hear the word imperative, that's a strong statement in Greek. It's almost like uh, five or six exclamation points. It's, it's not just a casual request. It's a strong request. Prove yourselves. Prove. Show, show me the money, as someone said. In other words, talk is cheap. You might pass the test academically, but can you really be consistent? Can you really do 
what you say you know. So prove yourselves doers of the word, James 1.22. Now watch this. And not just listeners or hearers. Not just listeners, hearers who deceive themselves. James chapter 1 verse 22 is talking about self-deception or flat out lying to yourself. There's contradictions going on inside of you. You know something is true. You know something, you believe it, but you don't live it out. You don't act on it. So your actions do not follow what you say you believe. If you believe in Jesus, you will do as Jesus. Let me repeat that. If you believe in Jesus, you will live, behave, act like Jesus. So James is calling out Christians who are basically phonies. They're frauds. They claim to be followers of Jesus, but in reality, they're not following Jesus. They're hypocrites. They're not the real deal. So my question for you is, are you the real deal? Or are you a fraud? Every, every day when we, when we take the first step, when we look at ourselves in the mirror, we have to ask ourselves, am I for real? Am I a fraud? Am I a liar? Am I deceiving myself? Am I cheating God? I say I'm a Christian, but my actions don't show it. So what you have here is James is calling the Christian out. You say you go to church. You say you listen to the sermon. You, you study the Bible, you say, you listen, you hear, but the fact of the matter is, you are a do-nothing Christian. Now, don't, don't fail to understand. You may be doing A, A and B, but what about the rest of the alphabet of the Christian lifestyle? Are you just listening? So here's the warning. The warning is you're not doing what Jesus wants you to do. You're just listening. And then the the fact of the matter is you're really not listening because it's going in one ear and out the other. You're taking the sermon in. You're taking the Bible knowledge in. You're reading your Bibles, but there's no application. There's no life change. You're not changing your heart and attitude. Let me give you an example. Recently, I was talking with a husband and a wife, and they came for me to me for some help. And I said, what is your biggest weakness in your life? And he said, impatience. And she said that she struggled with selfishness. So you have selfishness on one side of the marriage and impatience on the other side of the marriage. What do you think that's going to lead to? A failed marriage. So the Bible says, be patient with one another. 
The Bible says there's no room for selfishness. Esteem the other person more highly than yourself. Jesus came not to be ministered to, but to minister unto. The Bible is clear. Sacrifice, not selfishness. You say, Roger, but, 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 okay, but wait a minute. If you're not a doer of what the Bible says, you're deceived. You can put the blame and point the finger at everybody else's hypocrisy. He's impatient. He's got this problem, that problem, that, and, I, and so that's an excuse for you not to be like Jesus. Prove yourselves is a strong command, James chapter 1, verse 22. Prove yourselves. Are you the real deal? Or are you cherry-picking? I'm going to obey this in the Bible, but I'm going to disobey that in the Bible. I like this in the Bible, but I don't like that in the Bible. Prove yourselves doers, obeyers of the Bible, of Jesus. Not just hearers or listeners who deceive themselves. So, you pick up the Bible, you, you hear the message... But are you applying it? I think there's many Christians who know academically what the Bible says. They can get a grade of an A or B. But when it comes to behavior, when it comes to doing, when it comes to actual submitting and practicing what they know, they get an F. Listen to verse 23. James 1 23, for if anyone is a hearer of the word, if anyone listens to the word and not a doer, you listen, but you don't do, you're like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror, who looks at his natural face in a mirror. So you, you look at yourself in the mirror. Now watch verse 24. For once you've looked at yourself and you've walked away from the mirror, you immediately forgot what kind of person was in the mirror. You see, to know Jesus but not follow Jesus basically doesn't give you permission to say, I forgot or I don't remember. Who am I? What do I believe? Do you look in the mirror and remember what you see? Or do you look in the mirror and walk away and forget? You don't want to be a person. You don't want to be a Christian who's a fraud. If you're unhappy, if, if you're just discouraged or frustrated, here, here's a couple of suggestions. Stop focusing on the rest of the world. In other words, there's a good chance your discouragement or your frustration or your disappointment is you're waiting for everybody else around you to change. No, don't wait. Stop reacting and listen and study and obey. Don't take everybody else so serious. Take God serious. 
If God is big in your life, if the Bible is big, if Jesus is big, then you have two choices. You either obey, follow, submit to Jesus, the Bible, truth, knowledge, or you deny, you suppress. And if you suppress the truth, you're deceived because the truth is not being played out in you. So when you take your first step every day, ask the question, who am I? Ask the question, what do I believe? What are my values? Let me give you a couple of suggestions what these three verses are trying to uh, remind us, point us to. Number one, you are commanded to obey Jesus. If you're a Christian, you're commanded. It's an expectation. Jesus saves you and your faith in him, your trust in him, is not just to get you into heaven. He saves you that you might become like him in your actions, in your words. So you go from knowing, listening, to following, to literally obeying what the Bible says. So to know the Bible and not obey it, that makes you or me a fraud. So if you are aware of your selfishness, if you're aware of your impatience, and you continue to be impatient, you continue willfully be impatient or selfish, you continue down disobedience against God, you're deceived, self-deception. That's what James chapter 1 verse 22 is saying. You've deceived yourselves. You're a contradiction. People call that hypocrisy. So what you believe does not show up in your behavior. First, you have to listen. You have to study the Bible. Then you have to commit yourself to obeying the Bible. Now, don't give up on yourselves. Don't take anybody else too serious. Take God serious. If you have a impatience problem, if you have a selfishness problem, you want to admit it. So the first suggestion here, prove yourself. Number one, be honest. Be honest about your contradictions. Be honest about your weaknesses. Be honest about your sin. Don't hide it. Be honest when you don't understand what the Bible is saying and you don't know how to practice it. Be honest. Find people you can trust and say, I don't understand this. Help me understand this. So number one, be honest with yourself. And when you're honest with yourself, that usually means you're moving toward honesty with God. And as you're honest with yourself and you're honest with God, there's a good chance you're going to start to become honest with others. Don't get caught up in what other people are doing. Get off of the, the treadmill. Get off of the, the binging on Netflix. Get off of the 
substance abuse, get off of all the garbage that takes you away from doing the word. Be honest. So I'm suggesting honesty is the great place to start. That takes number two, self-reflection. This idea of self-reflection is what James is pushing people. Step back, look in the mirror, and begin to evaluate. Pick your top two weaknesses and just start on those, whatever they may be. Here's what the Bible says and here's what I'm not doing. Number three, beware of narcissism. Beware of narcissism. Narcissism is I'm the center of of everything. You walk in a room, you want people to pay attention to you. It's not about you going and serving and washing feet. It's about you. Hey, come give me attention. Now, some people can wash feet to get attention. Some people continue a second layer of self-deception, and they serve for recognition. When you get to heaven, because you sincerely believe in Jesus... It's not about you. Eternity is about God. We're so small compared to God. In heaven, you don't want it to be about you. You don't want it to be about you on earth. So step forward, be honest, begin to identify two areas that you can grow in. Feel the freedom, number three, to evaluate your narcissism. How are you the center? Are you going around? It's just about you. And number four, James is giving some wisdom here. So find someone like James. Find one or two individuals that you can dialogue with and admit your one or two weaknesses. Admit that you've been dishonest with yourself Admit your own selfishness, your self-centeredness, and ask for wisdom on how to begin to make changes. May I give you another suggestion? Stop trying to change the world. We, we, we're driven, it seems like, to be the Holy Spirit and bring about everybody else's conviction or we want to write everybody else. Be careful. Remember James 1.22. Prove yourselves doers of the word, not just hearers, that would be listeners, who deceive themselves. You don't want to be a person who listens or studies, but then chooses to do nothing with the knowledge that they've been given. Knowledge is valuable. You got to listen to get the knowledge. But knowledge is is zero if you don't do what's right by that knowledge. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, love is a clanging bell. Knowledge, uh, love can be a clanging bell. It's all about me. Be real careful that... You're not so absorbed in yourself that you're self-deceived. That's called hypocrisy. 
I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging me. James is teaching, be the real deal. Don't be a fraud. So let me give you some positives to close with. Here's a suggestion. Uh, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Stop doing anything with the goal of getting something. Hold your hands out, your palms out, palms up, empty-handed. And you just want to be a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's not about getting recognized. Uh, this thing called jealousy is so painful. It's so green. It's so greedy. It's so destructive. You just want to serve. And maybe for you, you need to really peel back the layers of onions about how you want recognition or you want approval. No, just serve. Serve the Lord Jesus. Wash feet. But beware of wanting approval or recognition. Beware of wanting that pat on the back. Lots of people get uh, caught up in wanting the credit. They want that recognition. So Jesus comes to earth and he takes on bondservant. He really doesn't come to earth. He, he's God, but he doesn't come to earth with a trumpet. He doesn't come to earth just somehow pushing uh, everywhere he goes that he, he's God. He, he does it by his actions. He's a servant all the way to crucifixion, all the way to the pain of the cross. So serve. Don't don't get recognized. Don't 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 get the credit. Don't get that pat on the back. Don't watch those motives. It's real easy for us to have mixed motives. Sometimes I think we're kind of bipolar with motives. We have a mixture of good motives, godly motives and ungodly motives. You want to get in there and identify those ungodly motives. And you want to sacrifice them. You want to get rid of them. You want to deny yourself. This is all culturally counterintuitive. Jesus is saying, follow him. This is not about following you. It's not about getting your needs met. A doer, a doer, an obeyer of Jesus is a life of servanthood. It's a life of sacrifice. It's a life of giving. It's blessing others. It's inspiring others. And there's no, no desire for that pat on that back. Yeah, I realize we're immature. I realize we, we need that compliment. But don't rob God's honor. A servant is not the master. A servant follows the master's footsteps. Jesus loved people and it wasn't about him getting recognized. It wasn't about him being somehow or another the center of the universe. He came to save people. He came people to, 
draw them to forgiveness. This is Walk and Talk number 98, uh, February 24th. Just a beautiful day. My prayer is be the real deal. Don't be a fraud. Be very honest with yourself. Be a doer of the word. We invite you uh, this coming Sunday. We have several worship services. Some of them are online, 8 o'clock, 9, 30, 11, uh, and 6 p.m. Some of them are on campus. Some are online. We invite you to find a church, find a place of worship, and just be a, a humble servant who listens well and obeys, a doer a doer who's sincere, a person of integrity, and serve people. And don't don't get the credit. Just serve people. God will recognize you. Blessings on you.